Welcome to the Drink In Geek Out podcast, where we drink beer and talk about it. I don't usually do the intros, so I don't remember how they go. <laughs> um, this is Saf, and I'm here with Keith. This is our light episode. Yay. Hi. <laughs> this time, we are going to talk about a certain legend you may have heard of, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Since the new, newest version or newest game... Came out yesterday as of recording oh, day. Yeah. So excited. Breath of Wild, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, of on, the Wild on the new Nintendo Switch. And while we talk about Zelda, we're going to drink a delicious Blue Moon IPA, white IPA. Um, but we'll get to that later. First, uh, Z- um, Keith's going to tell us a little bit about The Legend of Zelda. Sure. The Legend of Zelda is a high-fantasy action-adventure Nintendo game series created by Japanese game designers Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. I probably butchered that. (laughs) The series centers on Link, but in each game it is usually not the same incarnation of Link, but a few exceptions exist. He is often given the task of rescuing Princess Zelda from the Kingdom of Hyrule, and the Kingdom of Hyrule, excuse me, from Ganon, however. Other settings and antagonists have appeared in several titles. The game's plots commonly involve a relic known as the Triforce, a set of three omnipotent golden triangles of power. The triangles are referred to as the Triforce of Power, the Triforce of Wisdom, and the Triforce of Courage. That is correct. Um, Let's go through some of these release dates. Uh, The first Legend of Zelda, the original on the NES, came out February... Twenty first, nineteen eighty six, and the thirtieth anniversary was actually last year. But the thirtieth anniversary of the American release is coming up this year. That's true because it was a year later. Yep, we mm. got it a year later. Um, have you played that game? You the first one, I have not. I've played it way later because I showed you that collection where oh, yeah. it's on the GameCube. That's the I think that's probably the first time I played it. I remember watching my brother play it way back. Almost thirty years ago. And was that the one that came on the golden cartridge? Yeah. Okay. The shiny gold shiny. Cartridge. Yeah. Well, not really gold. <laughs> gold plated. Gold plastic. Plastic. <laughs> um, I never beat that game. I that is a very difficult game. They give you no direction. You can go to any different temple or dungeon that you want, but you can't beat that dungeon unless you have unless something, you have something the, else. Yeah. So, uh. It's very difficult. I'm. I'd probably go back and play it with like a strategy guide someday, but I have not beat that game. Hmm. Um, second, we have Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. One year later, January fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, is when they released that in Japan. I'm not sure when we got it there. Uh, got it here, probably a year after that. I would imagine. <laughs> Seems so, to take that long. Um, I have tried that game once, and I. Didn't understand it. It's very confusing because it's top down at first, and then you when you encounter an enemy, it becomes side scrolling. Whoa! Yeah, that is weird. And you have to go through like this dungeon or like this little a few screens and fight a whole bunch of enemies to get back to the top down view. That's bizarre. And then every time you enter a town, it goes to side scrolling, and you can talk to people and enter different houses. It's really weird. I don't know why they went side scrolling like. Well, they probably got a lot of confusion from the first one. Yeah. And if they put this one out less a year, less than a year later, or just a little bit over a year, mm-hmm. 
they thought, oh, this will fix it, make it more exciting, <laughs> right. make change more it up. Mario side <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, that one was. I couldn't get very far in that one. Then in '91, November 21st to be exact, a Link to the Past came out. That was on the Super Nintendo, and I can't remember if I played that before Ocarina of Time, or if I went back to it after I played Ocarina of Time, but. That is one of my favorite of the series. It's top down all the way through, just like the original, but mm-hmm. it's got a way better story. Super Nintendo. Super right? Nintendo, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's kind of where all the tropes originate that we recognize from Ocarina of Time and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend you keep playing that game. <laughs> that would involve getting my Super Nintendo back <laughs> from my brother. It's on the virtual console. You can download it. Oh, okay. That's probably easier. Yeah, it's like five bucks or ten bucks maybe. That's worth it. Then, um, I think this one's on the Game Boy. The next one on the list is Link's Awakening. June 6th, 93, on the original Game Boy. I don't know anything about this game. I never played it. I don't even recognize it. It looks like it's in color. but The original Game Boy wasn't in color. No, yeah, because Game Boy Color came out later. Updated it, but this picture shows it's in color. So. Huh. Anyways, maybe I'll try to find it. But no experience with that game. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, to the games we know. Yeah, well, Keith does. Yeah, I do. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That's my favorite. November 21st, 98 is when that one came out. And I'll let you take it. This one, because this is your favorite. Oh, this is my favorite. This is the first game that I was introduced into the Zelda realm. I remember borrowing it from my cousins. Um, I'm like, yeah, okay. I keep hearing about this Zelda stuff. I've been a Nintendo fan my whole life, but never got into Zelda. So I played it, and I absolutely loved it. Um, got hooked. I got hooked. <laughs> Just traveling back and forth through time, that and that the, the whole game. time travel, that's what got me hooked on time travel. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> It, it turned off in the <laughs> when it turns off. I said, that wasn't that funny. <laughs> um, I just fell in love with the whole time travel thing, and oh, it was oh, it's so All good. the boss fights are so the much boss fun. Fights, the dungeons. The, the music, the sound, just walking into the Temple of Time that first oh, yeah, time, the, I had oh, goosebumps. The oh, the The chance, yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah, perfect game. 10 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. And then a couple years later, on April 27th, 2000, we've got the Mojora's Mask. Also, I don't think we mentioned, these two were both on Nintendo 64. I don't yes. Know, we said what system they were on. Originally. Yeah. Uh, that one reuses a lot of the same characters, but you're in an alternate universe, I guess. You're mm-hmm. in a parallel world that he falls into. Yeah, it's the same Link, and usually as we were reading, right. it's a different Link each game, so it's the same Link, he's just, after he's done with Ocarina of Time, moving on to something else. Goes on a new adventure, and this one's a unique, just like Zelda 2, it's like a different, completely different game, doesn't fall in line with a lot of the tropes. Mm, it's, like, yeah. There's time traveling, but it's like, between three days you keep going back and forth to collect things, So bizarre. I know there's a lot of theories out there. Saying, like, was he dead? And this is him, like, trying to escape. Yeah. And it's, like, so weird. It's like uh, Alice in Wonderland. Kind mm-hmm. Of. Exactly. But I think that game is pretty fun. It's not really a Zelda game, because Zelda's not even in it. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the second game I played, and it was it didn't feel like Zelda to me because mm-hmm. it didn't have that same. It's so much darker as the other than one. Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time, and it's just. So I never finished it. But I think it's a fun. It's if you don't think of it as a a Zelda game and mm-hmm. think of it just more of like an adventure game, I think it's pretty fun. I also felt like Nintendo just kind of moved. They hit a gold mine with Ocarina of Time, like. How can we do the same yeah. thing and continue to milk it for well, all its money? I think originally I read it was supposed to be just an expansion with like four new dungeons. Gen- okay. But they were like, well, let's just make it a whole new game and add like this over new world and stuff. So <laughs> that there are only four dungeons in that game. Because well, okay. you got to rescue the four giants. Yeah. So I think they just added all the masks and stuff and all yeah, the side quests to give it a whole new reason to, for you to spend 60 bucks, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Gosh, they were that expensive back then? Oh, yeah. Wow, I don't remember. Yeah, they were. Well, we were young. Money wasn't really <laughs> It was just like, important. Mom, I want this. <laughs> yeah, but cartridges were more expensive to make, so they were 60 yep. bucks. Now they're on discs, and they're 60 bucks. But True. <laughs> or digital. You just buy right, 60, 60, and $60. there's a code. Go download it. Um, and then in 2001, let me see if I got the date. February 27th, 2001. So they're kind of flinging these at us at this time. They're on a roll. They got Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, two games released the same day. Wow. They're kind of similar games. But I think they're probably playing off a of Pokemon yeah, there. Red, were blue, and yeah. If you beat both games, there's like another level that you get to go to where you fight Ganon, I think, or something. Was this the one hooking up with other people? Yeah. That you, you could, could do connect. that? Connect, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I played one of them. I don't remember his seasons or ages. I borrowed it from a friend way back when, and I don't really remember anything about the game, but I was like, I think I borrowed Majora's Mask from that same friend because I don't own that <laughs> one either. But I just played through the one, I think it was seasons, but I can't remember. It was fun. Then we've got Four Swords came out after that. That's kind of like just a little offshoot. It's not even in this book. It was packed in with the Game Boy Advance version of A Link to the Past. It That's was, the one with four swords that you get, like, four people playing at the same time? Mm-hmm. It was only, like, two... Like, it's, like, an hour-long game or something. It yeah, wasn't very long. Short. But it advanced the story a little bit. Oh, I don't have the year written down for this one. Uh, Wind Waker. This is on the uh, GameCube. GameCube. Oh, the Oracle of Seasons were on Game Boy Color. Uh, Wind Waker came out December 13th, 2002. And that one took a weird turn into the cartoon realm. It did. I was kind of put off by it at first, mm-hmm. but the more I played it, I kind of fell in love with it because the animation is pretty cool. I liked the fighting style, and you could see mm-hmm. like his cartoon eyes following the enemies and stuff. Yeah. But they were kept talking about how their new Zelda was going to be so like. An older style. Yeah, because they put out like that little teaser trailer demo. He was fighting the spider or Mm -hmm. whatever it was. Um, And it looked so cool. And so everybody's hyped for it. And then we get this. And I know it turned a lot of people off. It's like, it's too kiddish. Yeah. If you played it, it wasn't really a kid's game, but it just looked like it was aimed at children Mm -hmm. because they were cartoon characters, basically. The only thing I don't like about that game is all the freaking sailing. Yeah. To get from one One place place to the next, next. that took way too much time. Even. There's a few of the transports that they put in there that you could yeah, and it's still go, and it, it still takes forever. And I think to get the Triforce, if I remember, you had to go sailing to get treasure chest and pull up all eight pieces 
yep. at the end just to get to the final boss. You had to do all this even more sailing mm-hmm. after you're tired of it. So that's the one thing that I didn't like about the game. But like all the fighting and adventure was fun. And oh yeah, the storyline was great. Going mm-hmm. down into the original Hyrule under the sea. Yeah, because this is the true continuation of Ocarina of Time. I believe it's the same Ganon that's in it. Because yeah. they mentioned the Hero of Time. I think it's the same Ganon in all three timelines. Oh, really? We'll get to the timeline. Yeah, that's that's where it gets confusing. <laughs> yeah, we said three timelines. Uh, after that, the Four Swords Adventure was on the GameCube. And I don't think that's in this book. Oh, no, here it is. That should be just like the GameCube version of the Game it's, Boy Advance. No, it's like a little fleshed out. It's like an actual game. Oh. I never played it. It came out in 2004, March 18th. It's the same characters from the, Four Swords. the original Four Swords, but they turned it into Slightly a full, different. A full, full game, game, I think. Longer than an hour? Yeah. Um, it's on the timeline. I think we'll talk about how they're connected. Then we have The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, November 4th, 2004. Game Boy Advance. Right. Uh, I never played this one. Can't really play anything about it. It looked fun. <laughs> they That's all look fun. <laughs> These handheld ones, we really didn't get into. Yeah, I was going to say, I stopped after the Game Boy Pocket, and <laughs> I never bought another Game Boy. Um, let's move on. Twilight Princess. 2006 on the Wii. Oh, and GameCube, oh, GameCube. I guess. <laughs> GameCube. GameCube, because, yeah, those was the transition that GameCube was still kind of relevant, but Wii was just, just coming, coming out, out, and it was impossible to find. <laughs> this was December 2nd, 2006, and this kind of continues the Ocarina of Time story. Mm-hmm. It's, that's same timeline. Same timeline. Well... They all take place after Ocarina of Time, but That's this true. one has like the same kind of music and same kind of locations and stuff. What did you think about that game? I liked it because it looks a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a bit of a darker theme it, to yeah. it. I think they answered after at, Wind Waker. Yep, they went they're like, completely back the yeah, other Yeah, let's direction. go back the other way and make an adult link this time. And Like we promised like, 10 years yeah, ago. No more of this little kid stuff, but um, in the original games, Link was originally... Just a boy anyway, but we're like, we want... And they were cartoony and mm -hmm. stuff like that. We want young adult, real, make it dark, you know, something. Because your fan base, (laughs) I mean, we're both 30, so... We're as old as Link is. As old as Link, it's like, (laughs) make him mature with us. (laughs) Um, The one thing that was weird about that game is you turn into a wolf a lot, and then you'd have to, like, collect lights or something in order... Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly, but I remember you had to do a lot of collecting as a wolf. That kind of slowed down the story and just kind of added time to the game. I it, feel like it added strategy too. Yeah. Like you had to go to a wolf and then back to a human yeah. and kind of. I mean, it was neat. I kind of liked it. It was different. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, we were at Twilight Princess. Now we are at Phantom Hourglass. This is a DS game, I think. Mm-hmm. Should be. Yep. June twenty third, two thousand seven. This picks up right after Wind Waker. It's more of that cartoon style. Mm-hmm. And I've never played this one. I've been trying to find it on eBay, but it's like thirty or forty dollars. Ooh, rare! And it just comes with the game. You don't even get like the box or anything <sighs> with it. So I didn't play that one. And then a couple years later, they did Spirit Tracks, also on the DS, in that same cartoony universe, cartoon style. style yeah. yeah, December twenty third, two thousand nine, that came out, and never played that one either. 
Then, after Spirit Tracks, we have 2011's Skyward Sword on the Wii. This one I think I bought right when it came out, because I had my Wii at the time. Yeah. This I was is, excited for this one. This is towards the end of the Wii's life, mm-hmm. right before the Wii U it came out. I borrowed it from you. Mm-hmm. I never bought the game. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I've, This kicks off the timeline. Yeah, it's like all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> So it was kind of, it's neat to see it because it's not like Ganon's in it. It's like where the legend of of Zelda Zelda came from. It was like the original story that's based off the legend. So it was really cool. And then Demise is the main villain. Mm -hmm. Who looks like Ganon. He's the uh, epitome or the the origins of Ganon. Mm -hmm. That is passed down in the reincarnation each year. Or every year it'll be hero versus version of demise Mm -hmm. this next one i did play and so did you Mm -hmm. it came out 2013 a link between worlds on the 3ds Uh, it's not in my book but yeah no that's right (laughs) i don't have the i don't have the actual date dates i just know the year um this is the reason i bought a 3ds just because i wanted to play this game it is in the same universe as a Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. It's the same overworld, same layout. The dungeons are in the same place, but they're just different, and it's... I just wanted more of that world, because I love that game so much. That's cool. And I let you borrow it, and you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I beat it in a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a very long game. No, it's pretty short. I think that's what... The handheld ones are supposed to be a little shorter, yeah. easier to breeze through. And then they did those Hyrule Warrior games in 2014. There's a I think there's a DS version and a Wii U version or Wii version. I, I don't know. There might be. There's a couple different versions. Yeah. I haven't played any of them. They're not mm-hmm. really real Zelda games. They're just kind of like beat 'em up games. Yeah, fighter games. Street Fighter. They don't really advance the narrative at all. They don't. Even, I think they're alternate. Just yeah. Like the crossbow training. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was dumb. And. 2015, we got Triforce Heroes on 3DS. Uh, I never played that game. I, th- I think that's the one where you play as three different links at the same time, and you kind of work together with your friends, or you've got to control all three of them, kind of like Four Swords, but Triforce. Just they by did, yourself, yeah, three. just three. One has an arrow, one has a sword, and one has something else, and you got to kind of switch between them. More strategy. Yeah, just... As most of these games are based yeah, off of. It's kind of like a... Just a puzzle game. Yeah. And then we get to our new release, Breath of the Wild. As we said, it came out yesterday. Can't tell you anything about it. We don't... We never played it. Never played it. Want to. Apparently it's getting amazing reviews. Mm -hmm. Glowing reviews. Masterpiece is what IGN called it. I just can't wait to play it. It'll be a while. All right, now that we got through the games, we're going to move on to the Legend of Zelda official timeline. That is in the... What is this book called? The official Zelda book? <laughs> Zelda Bible? Hyrule Historia. Ooh. I knew it had some kind of special name. We don't know where Breath of the Wild falls. I don't want to read any spoilers about the game, so I yeah. didn't put it on this timeline. But the whole series starts with the creation. Three goddesses create Hyrule. Power, wisdom, and courage are the goddesses. They left ultimate power in the hands of the goddess Hylia. And the demon king, Demise, as we spoke of earlier, wanted to make the world its own and attacked Hylia, was defeated, 
gathered everyone and sent them to the sky, which is where we get the Skyward Sword, mm -hmm. enshrined in the goddess sword inside the statue of the goddess to be found by a chosen hero when the time is right. And Skyward Sword is when the time is right, apparently. Mm -hmm. And starting the Master Sword. Yep, breeze through this. Link is childhood friends with Zelda, and she's in trouble, as Zelda always of is. <laughs> she always needs saving. <laughs> and Link pulls up the Goddess Sword to save her, traveling to the world below the clouds, battles demise several times. Um, eventually, Pilia seals herself in the Goddess Sword to trap demise, something like that. And mm -hmm. that's how the Master Sword is created. Then once Link finally defeats Demise, he curses Link's and Zelda's bloodlines to be haunted by his rein reincarnated rage. That Ganon. was it. Yep. Uh, to complete the sword seal, blah de blah puts it in the Temple of Time, sealed temple, and then future Links come and pick up that sword over and over and over and over again. Well, they call it the Sword of Evil's Bane or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. They're always trapping them in the sword, apparently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stay trapped very long. <laughs> uh, this is when Zelda and Link stay on the surface and create Hyrule. Kingdom of Hyrule are created by Link and Zelda. Then, next, after Skyward Sword, we get the Minish Cap. This game is the origin of the Four Sword, and Vati, the god of wind, who pops up throughout the Four Sword, the three or two Four Sword games. Vati is destroyed, has destroyed the Picari Blade, and petrified Princess Zelda. Um, basically, Vati was a friend or companion of Ezlo, a magician, and he kind of goes mad for, with power. And, mm. A wizard? Know. Wizard, you mean? Not a, a magician? Magician, wizard. <laughs> he just did magic tricks. Same thing. Evil well, magic tricks. I saw magic hat, <laughs> so I just skipped and... Called him magician, <laughs> but as Lowe's turned into a hat, that's the origins of Link's hat that he wears. <laughs> Even though he wears it in um, yeah, yeah. Skyward, Skyward Sword, he has the hat on. Oh, that's sure. true. So, I, yeah, um, you're right. He does. <laughs> this is supposed to be the origin of the hat. They, I guess they forgot when they made Skyward Sword. <laughs> but it's also um, the origin of the Four Sword. He defeats the Fati, heals him in that sword. Then once we get to the Four Sword, that's later in the timeline, but just to briefly describe that game in one sentence, Link removes the sword, creates three clones, tracks down Vati, defeats him, puts the sword back, clones go away. Yep. <laughs> Easy as that. Yep. All right. Ocarina of Time, you want to tell us about that game? Sure. Uh, this is basically where Link meets Princess Zelda, who believes Ganondorf, the king of the... Gerudo? Gerudo. Gerudo? I don't, I don't even I don't know, know how you pronounce that. <laughs> I never Since they don't loud. talk in these <laughs> dumb games, it's like, how do you pronounce these? Um, but he's, of course, as you know, Demise reincarnated, and he's seeking out the Triforce. Link's mission is to obtain the Triforce before Ganondorf. So inside the Temple of Time, he uses the Ocarina of Time and the three spiritual stones to open the door to the Sacred Realm. There he finds the Master Sword, but as he pulls it from its pedestal, Ganondorf appears and claims the Triforce. And Link is not old enough, I believe they say yeah, in the game, he's not right. old enough to be the true 
hero he can't yet. Hold the sword or wield right. the sword until a certain point, age. So he falls asleep for like seven years. Yeah, the, the uh, sages put him to sleep mm-hmm. and trap him <laughs> Wait until he's older. Meanwhile, sorts of destructions going on. Yeah, the world's um, falling apart due to Ganondorf. So seven years later, he wakes up in chambers, uh, sages, his spirit sealed, as we said. He's now old enough to wield the sword. Yep. <laughs> so Ganondorf took the Triforce, <clears throat> but his heart was unbalanced, causing the Triforce to split into three pieces. So he acquired only the Triforce of Power. Zelda got the wisdom, and Link ended up with courage. Because they were the three people in this in, room. And... In the room at the time. Yep. So Ganondorf appears, kidnaps Zelda, prisoner in castle once again, or once <laughs> restoring all the sages, Link enters the castle and kills Ganondorf. And then this boar-like monster Ganon he transforms into and... Using the Triforce. Basically comes back to life as a monster. Yep. This is the original Ganon. Yep. With Zelda's aid, Link defeats Ganon and the seven sages seal Ganondorf into the Dark Realm. Still holding the Triforce of Power, he vows to take revenge on their descendants. As always, Zelda uses the Ocarina of Time to send Link back to his childhood, and then Navi departs, and the young Link meets Zelda in the castle garden once more to warn her about Ganon. All right. (coughs) Here's where the timeline gets messy, because time travel makes everything difficult. We have now have three unique timelines that split off from this game. The first timeline assumes Link is defeated and the sages seal Ganon. Second timeline follows young Link when Zelda sends him back to his childhood. And the third timeline has Link sent back to his childhood. And Ganon is able to escape in old Link's timeline. But there is no Link in that timeline anymore because he's back as a child. Yeah. And so he can run rampant. <sighs> so confusing. <laughs> All right. Then this first timeline that we're going to go through is called the Decline of Hyrule. This is where um, Link is defeated by Ganon. It's set years, uh, starting with A Link to the Past, I don't think I said that, nope. but it's set years after Ocarina when a new Link is born. Agnim, Ag- Agonim, a <laughs> wizard, has usurped the throne, is planning to break the seal of the Seven Sages to um, release Ganon. How did he get there? Well, Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Even though it's game came out 10 years before Ocarina of Time. It's so weird. It takes place after. Uh-huh. Um, so using the Triforce of Power, Ganon invaded that sacred realm and turned it into the Dark Realm. It was kind of a mirror image at one point, but when they put Ganon there, he, he made a mess of things. Oh, yeah. The only thing that can cre- defeat Agnim is the Master Sword, and to prove that Link is worthy, he needs those three magic pendants again that he got in the Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Once Link has a sword, he arrives too late, saves Zelda, and Agnim sends Zelda to the Dark World. Link faces off against him, but Agnim's last action is to send Link to the Dark World as well. To save Hyrule, Link needs to rescue the Seven Sages and... Once freed, they use their power to break the barrier around Ganon's tower, and Link faces Agnim. After defeating him for the second time, Ganon rises up from Agnim's body, turns into a bat, and flies away. <laughs> which is not an ability I've ever seen since this game, that nope. he can turn into a bat, but let's just roll with it. 
Link confronts him inside the Pyramid of Power at the center of the Dark World after the battle resulted in, in Ganon's demise. Link touches the Triforce and wishes things to go back to how they were because that's what you get when you touch the Triforce. You can make a wish. Powerful wish. <laughs> um, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Both games begin with Link as uh, investigating the Triforce and is transported to a weird land. One being Holodrome, the other one being Labrinia. Or Labrina, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce these weird made-up words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, where he faces an evil that's trying to take over the land. And if you beat both games, basically, you are rewarded with a scene that where we learn Ganon's followers, Twin Rovia, which were in Ocarina of Time. There's those yep, two the fire and ice witch. witches. Yeah. They are uh, part of the Gerudos underneath Ganon's rule. And they are trying to revive Ganon. Link defeats both Twin Rovia and a mindless, poorly resurrected Ganon because they didn't quite finish the job. <laughs> he frees Zelda, who sacrifice would have been the full resurrection of Ganon. Together, they exit the crumbling castle. Game ends with Link sailing away. And Link's awakening begins with Link sailing. So <laughs> it takes up right after that, even though they came out like 10 years before apart. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Um, he's aboard a ship a storm destroys a ship he washes ashore some weird unpronounceable island <laughs> Koholand Co <laughs> um, he recovers the sword and learns he must wake the windfish in order to get back to, uh, home I guess <laughs> the windfish yeah oh. um, he has to find the eight instruments of the sirens in order to save the wind or wake the windfish. After collecting the instruments, he goes up to the top of the mountain and plays the ballad of the windfish, which breaks open the egg in which the windfish sleeps. Oh my gosh! Uh, he enters and Stupid confronts fish. a nightmare that takes the form of Ganon and other enemies from Link's past. Its final transformation is Duffel, a Cyclopean <laughs> dual tentacled shadow. After Link defeats Deffel, the Windfish explains that this whole thing's been a dream and it was pointless for me to even read it. It's like playing Mario <laughs> 2. <laughs> and Link goes back to where he was, in the middle of the ocean with a wrecked ship. Alright, I'm going to leave this one to you. Link Between Worlds we have next. We find out there's a parallel world to Hyrule called Lorule. Lorule fell into ruin after their ancestors destroyed their own Triforce to keep it out of the hands of evil. Towards the end of the game, we discover that Hilda, Zelda's doppelganger, sent Yuga to Hyrule to steal the Triforce. Yuga is going around stealing Hyrule, tuning, turning all of the sages <laughs> into paintings. Zelda gives Link the Pendant of Courage and instructs him to seek out the two pendants in order to gain the power of the Master Sword. Link's doppelganger disguises <laughs> as Ravio gives Link a bracelet which allows him to merge with walls and move around a painting. Once he has the sword, he returns to the castle, fights Yuga, and follows him through a crack to La Rule. There, Yuga uses the descendants of the Seven Sages, who he had all trapped inside the paintings, to revive Ganon and fuse with him, obtaining the Triforce of Power in the process. Hilda traps him and instructs Link to rescue the Seven Sages in order to gain the Triforce of Courage. Link accomplishes this, returns to La Rule Castle, only to learn Hilda is using him. Hilda attempts to use Yuga, but Yuga betrays her and turns her into a painting, stealing the Triforce of Wisdom for himself. 
Link defeats Yuga. He restores Zelda and Hilda to their paintings. And after Link and Zelda return to Hyrule, they use the power of their Triforce to restore Larule's Triforce and bring Larule back to its full glory. So honorable. <laughs> With his quest completed, Link returns the Master Sword to its resting place once more. What I thought was kind of funny about this is he just, the low rule Link disguises himself as like a bunny guy in a mm-hmm. bunny suit. In uh, Link to the Past, when you transport to the Dark World, you turn it into an actual bunny. Whoa. <laughs> so I think That's they're kind weird. of playing on that. Does it have anything to do with the, the bunny guy that has to do in yeah. Ocarina of Time? I'm not sure. Maybe that was Probably. a little a, a nod to that. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many hidden things yeah. in these games that they're so connected. When you get into like Tingle and all the rest of that crap, there's so many people in so many games. I also thought that was funny. The opposite of high rule is low rule. Low rule. High. <laughs> low. All right. Next in the timeline is the original Legend of Zelda which is like 10 games down the list. Yeah. Um, Hyrule is engulfed in chaos after an army led by Ganon, surprise, surprise, invaded to steal the Triforce of Power. In an attempt to prevent Ganon from acquiring acquiring the Triforce of Wisdom, Princess Zelda splits it up and hides the eight fragments in secret dungeons throughout the land. Before the princess is eventually kidnapped by Ganon, she commands her nursemaid, Impa, who you may realize is in like every game She's also. She's in a lot, yeah. To find someone courageous enough to save the kingdom. While wandering the land, the woman is surrounded by Ganon's henchmen. Link rescues her. After hearing Impa's plea, he goes off, finds all eight pieces, restores the Triforce of Wisdom, and becomes powerful enough to defeat Ganon. Um, next is the Zelda II, The Adventures of Link. These are like the one... Two game or the two games like take place simultaneously or right mm-hmm. after one after another like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Several years after the events of Legend of Zelda, Impa reveals to Link a sleeping maiden. She tells Link that the maiden is Zelda, not the Zelda from the previous game. Mm. The princess of Hyrule from long ago, the origin of the Legend of Zelda. So I'm guessing it's the Zelda from Skyward Sword. Ooh, if that's to be believed. That's true. Um, when Princess Zelda refused to reveal the location of the Triforce of Courage to her brother, the prince—I didn't know uh, she, she had a brother. A brother. Whoa! <laughs> the prince, prince's wizard friend, strikes her down, and Zelda falls under a powerful sleeping spell, and the wizard is killed in the process. The prince, filled with remorse, is unable to reverse the spell, and has his sister, Princess Zelda, placed in the castle tower in hopes that one day someone would come along and awaken her. Sleeping Beauty. Yep. Except it's not a kiss that awakes her. That's true. Uh, he decreed that princess born to the royal family from this point on would be named Zelda. That's why we get so mm. many Zeldas. Remembrance of this tragedy. <laughs> in order to get the Triforce of Courage, Link must place six crystals in a statue within six palaces scattered all over Hyrule. They, this will open the great palace which contains the Triforce of Courage. Meanwhile, the followers of Ganon are seeking to kill Link. Sprinkling his blood on Ganon's ashes will bring Ganon back to life. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Link restores the crystals, opens the great palace. After venturing deep inside, Link battles a flying creature known as a uh, Thunderbird, Thunderbird. <laughs> followed by a shadowy doppelganger of him. Here's the origin of Dark Link. Mm-hmm. Link then claims the Triforce of Courage and returns to Zelda. The three triangles unite into the collective Triforce, and Link makes another wish to awaken Zelda. 
The game ends as they presumably kiss under a falling curtain. <laughs> See, there is a kiss. Ending this timeline with evil defeated and Link and Zelda in the possession of the full Triforce. So this timeline ended back in 1989 or 87. <laughs> it ended and, yeah. And then the prequels all came after. The timeline after. began in 1998 and ended in 1987. Ugh. Time jumps. <laughs> um... All right, this moves us to the second timeline where uh, Link is sent back to young Link mm -hmm. in the Twilight Realm. This picks up immediately after Ocarina with Link on a search to locate Navi because she flew off at the end. Oh, this is Majora's Mask. I don't think we said that. Oh, yeah, Majora's Mask. I said Twilight Realm, but I forgot to name the game. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. This whole timeline is called the Twilight Realm, but the game we are talking about is Majora's Mask. Mm -hmm. It picks up after Ocarina with Link on a search to locate Navi. It happens across a Skull Kid wearing a creepy Majora's mask, and he steals a Epona and the Ocarina. Link chases Skull Kid, and he's turned it into a Duka scrub. And basically, he follows the Skull Kid to... Uh, what's the name of that town? I don't remember. Time... Something. Was it something with a clock? Yeah, Clock Town. Clock Town, I think it was. I didn't um, even finish the game, but I remember <laughs> Clock Town. Um, the Skull Kid stole Majora's Mask from the Happy Mask Salesman and became possessed by its overwhelming power and transformed into an uncontrollable fiend who inflicts certain misfortune on others, the most of which is an impending apocalypse. <laughs> the moon is now set to collide with the world in approximately three days' time. Once Link regains the ocarina, he learns the Song of Healing to become back to Link again, and he travels to all these dungeons to save the four giants because the four giants can stop the moon's descent by basically catching it and pushing yep. it back up. It's really creepy to yeah. see. <laughs> um now, having done that, the uh, mask sees has some sort of power, and it's able to see that Skull Kid is just a useless puppet, and drops off and flies up inside the moon instead. Link follows Majora's mask inside the moon <laughs> and defeats so it once and for all, returning the moon to its proper place in the sky. The game ends with a post-credits scene depicting Link and Epona back in the mysterious forest, and there is a... Uh, carving on the wood that depicts him and kind of what happened. So it's alluding to that this actually did happen. It's not a dream or mm -hmm. death or anything like that. This brings us to Twilight Princess, if uh, you want to take it. Sure. At the end of Ocarina, when Link was sent back to his childhood, he warned Zelda about Ganondorf. However, he eventually amassed enough of a following and attacked Hyrule. He was caught and executed. However, something went wrong, and he was sent to the Twilight Realm. Twilight Princess takes place several centuries after Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Ganon teams up with Zant in the evil Twilight, or Zant in the Twilight Realm. Mm. They curse the Twilight Princess, Midna, 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 Midna. Like Midnight, <laughs> and usurp the throne. Then they set their eyes on Hyrule. Zelda is forced to surrender, and Hyrule is covered in twilight. Enter Link with the help of Midna and the hero Shade that trains Link. He sets out to return light to Hyrule. It is believed that the hero Shade is the young Link from Ocarina of Time because he was never able to fulfill his destiny. 
In this timeline, Link never defeats Ganon and thus never lives up to his potential becoming the hero of time. When Link is in the Twilight Realm, he's transformed into a wolf. After gaining the Master Sword, Link is cleansed of the curse that kept him in wolf form. Link and Midna then retrieve the missing shards of the mirror, and once the portal's been restored, they confront Zant. After Link defeats him, Midna recovers the few shadows and destroys Zant after learning that he c- that only Ganondorf's death can release her from the curse. Returning to Hyrule, Link and Midna find Ganondorf in Hyrule Castle, with a lifeless Zelda suspended above his head. Link defeats Ganondorf, and Midna is able to resuscitate Zelda. With Ganondorf dead, the light spirals... The light spirals. The light spirits <laughs> revive Midna and restore her to her true form. After bidding farewell to Link and Zelda, Midna returns home and destroys the Mirror of Twilight with a tear or tear to maintain balance <laughs> between Hyrule and the Twilight Room. You cried on it. I think so. As Hyrule Castle is rebuilt, Link leaves Ordon Village, heading to parts unknown. Future adventures. I'm sure. This takes us to Four Swords Adventure. Um, Ganon has stolen the Dark Mirror and used it to create a Shadow Link, and then sent this Shadow Link to trick Link into releasing Vati, who we talked about earlier. When Link pulls the Four Swords out of the pedestal to fight Shadow Link, he is split into three clones of himself. This also breaks the seal that imprisoned Vati, and he is released from his prison once again. Four Links eventually save the Shrine Maidens, retrieve the Dark Mirror, destroy Shadow Link, and Vati and face Ganon in a final final battle. Trying to stop him from plunging the world into chaos, the Links use the power of the Maidens of Shrines, including Zelda, to defeat Ganon's uh, penetra- Ganon penetrating him. <laughs> <laughs> With Ganon defeated and sealed inside, Link returns the Four Sword that sealed darkness away back to its resting pedestal, and the Four Sword or Four Links become one again. After the battle, the Maidens of the Shrine use their powers to create a barrier, which is strong enough for the Four Sword to rest. Thus, his journey has ended, and both of them leave the sanctuary as darkness fades away and light endures in the land of Hyrule, bringing peace and prosperity. This brings the end to the Twilight Timeline. Dang, that's hard to say. Twilight Timeline. Um bringing us to a new world timeline. (laughs) This is uh, adult Link arrow timeline. Yep. So back to adult Link from Ocarina times. It's just so confusing. I'm sure people probably tuned out by now. (laughs) Uh, At the end of Ocarina of Time, Zelda sent Link back to his childhood, leaving no hero in her timeline. So when Ganon ultimately breaks free from the Sacred Realm, there is no one there to stop him, and the people pray to the gods to flood Hyrule in order to protect the Triforce, leading us to the Wind Waker. Hundreds of years after Ocarina, Ganondorf has returned and is kidnapping girls with pointy ears looking for the reincarnation of Princess Zelda. That's not creepy at all. <coughs> Link and Tetra, the reincarnated Zelda, work together to stop him. Link sails the seas on the King of Red Lions, which turns out to be the last king of Hyrule. To defeat Ganon, Link must find the Hero of Time's power, which requires the three pearls of the goddesses. The King of Red Lions then takes Link to the Tower. Yeah, it's always three. (laughs) Three, three, three. Uh, To the Tower of Gods, descending beneath the ocean to a castle suspended in time. Here, Link finds the Hero of Time's weapon, the Master Sword. When confronting Ganon, Link quickly learns that the Master Sword has lost its power. Link and the King journey to the two sages who restore the Master Sword's power. They then track down the eight shards of the missing Triforce of Courage, once kept by the Hero of Time. 
and the gods recognize Link as the hero of the winds. Didn't we just describe where something else was in shards? Eight different shards? The... Was that one wisdom? of the Triforce, Triforce of Courage, I believe. Oh, so or it was the it same might one. Have been I think it was Courage. So it's been broken up several times, <laughs> twice now in eight shards. Link fights Ganon, but is overpowered. Ganon joins Link and Tetra's Triforce pieces with his own Triforce of Power, forming the complete Triforce. Before he can act, the King of Rule appears and wishes that the goddesses wash Ganon and Hyrule away and grant Link and Tetra hope for their own future. Link and Tetra battle Ganon with their final blow, or battle Ganon, with the final blow, the Master Sword turns <laughs> Ganon to Ganon. stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different game. <laughs> Link and Tetra rise to the surface as the king and Hyrule are submerged along with the sword. As a post credit scene shows the hero sailing off to find a new land. Um, just to clarify, it's two different Triforces that were broken because it's in two different timelines. Same yeah, Triforce, but in different timelines. But... Maybe different timeline, but history tends to yeah come back yeah to do the same thing no matter which <laughs> timeline. That's weird. Um, and this timeline's basically over at this point. As far as this timeline goes, the Master Sword and Ganon are both underneath the ocean, washed away with Hyrule, mm-hmm. and never to be seen again, as far as we know. Because Phantom Hourglass picks up after the Wind Waker, and Link and Tetral travel flooded Hyrule. And they discover a ghost ship. Tetra enters and is turned to stone by Bellum, a life-eating monster. Link attempts to follow her and slips and falls into the ocean. He is washed ashore and must use the Phantom Hourglass to find the spirit of wisdom, power, and courage. Sounds like a Triforce. Now, in possession of the three spirits, Link can locate the ghost ship once again. To save Tetra, Link must destroy Bellum. To defeat Bellum, Link must use must forge the Phantom Sword, because the Master Sword's gone. Mm-hmm. He does, and uses it to defeat Bellum, saving Tetra and releasing the sand from the uh, Phantom Hourglass back into the sea. Tetra and Link teleport back onto Tetra's pirate ship, and they head off to find new land. This leads us to Spirit Tracks. The Spirit Tracks takes place 100 years after both the events of Hyrule and Phantom Hourglass. The game is set in the land of new Hyrule, had to define, create a new land because Hyrule is gone. Yep. A new kingdom found by Tetra and Link at some point after the events of Phantom Hourglass. And, uh, real specific. Zelda's advisor, Chancellor Cole, reveals himself to be a, a, a two-horned demon and uses dark magic to separate Zelda's soul from her body. Dick. <laughs> they learn that the evil demon king, Melodus, Maladus? Maladus? Maladus. <laughs> that was imprisoned deep beneath the earth long ago will soon be able to escape using Zelda's st- uh, stolen body as his vestal. Mm-hmm. vessel. Link and Zelda work together to defeat Maladus, Malad, Miladit, whatever, <laughs> destroying the ent- entity along with Cole forever. Uh, as far as I remember, that game, instead of having the fairy chase you around and yeah. tell you what to do, Zelda's actually... Her, like, her, like, little spirit, is, spirit follows is you around. around. That's kind of cool. Yep, that ends that timeline and all three timelines. As far as we know, Breath of the Wild theories, where do you think that one is on the timeline? Whoa. In which timeline? It's obviously not going to be in the Wind Waker timeline because no. Hyrule's not flooded. Uh, from what I saw the preview, so the Temple of Time's there, and that's the only thing I've kind of seen, yeah. and it's set up exactly how it looks in Ocarina of Time because I know... 
like with Wind Waker, mm-hmm. when you were down where they put the Master Sword, it wasn't back in the Temple of no, Thomas's it was weird, this castle. weird castle. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think they said about a hundred. I think I read a hundred years after um, Ocarina of Time, but I don't know if it's Which with adult line? or child. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because he looks older in the game, but it could just be a grown up version mm-hmm. from the young Link grown up from that timeline. So I, I would believe the hundred years because I think he comes across someone who knows like the or there's like some old dude or something that follows him that around knows that he, has to, he knows what happened. The legend. And yeah, he knows what life was like long ago. Very interesting. I'm curious to play that game and see where it oh, falls. So excited. Yeah. Cannot wait. But I, I don't know. I'm going to say it's in the Twilight timeline because it kind of reminds me of Twilight Princess a little bit. It does. I can see it going either before that or after that. Mm-hmm. Like in between Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess, maybe. Kind of fill in that hole because there's like 100 years in between those two games. Oh, yeah. Um, but that'll wrap up our talk about Zelda. Let's get to the beer that we've been drinking this whole time. Yay, beer. Um, let me go to the Blue Moon website, kind of tell you, this is a white IPA. It is best of both styles. For our white IPA, our brewmasters wanted to combine the citrus flavors of an IPA with the smooth, balanced malts of a Belgian white, Belgian-style wheat. I didn't stutter. Belgian white, Belgian-style wheat ale mm-hmm. is what it says. They began by experimenting with hop after hop until they found the perfect combination of four hops, <laughs> including a rare German hop called Mühlmelon. The result is a pronounced citrus and fruity hop tasty, perfectly balanced by wheat, coriander, and orange peel. We bring the best of the two styles together to craft an IPA with a unique twist. Hoppy, unfiltered, balanced. Available in 12-ounce bottles, six-packs, draft, and we got it in a can. (laughs) What do you think of this can here? Well, I think we chose it, number one, for Blue Moon, hence Zelda, and that creepy-ass moon from Majora's Mask. From Majora's Mask. And it's very green, which goes with the Zelda His theme as well. tunic or whatever he wears. Absolutely. It's about but, the same shade. Yeah, definitely. It's got two little hops on there. It would have been nice if there was three. It would have fit more. Mm-hmm. The, the Triforce, Triforce of Hops. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a pretty plain can, but... Did you read this? Is it what I read? Yeah, it's Basically. a shortened version of what you read. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty simple, yeah. but it's... I like the contrast with the blue and the green, but mm-hmm. it's the basic blue moon logo. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. Smells nice, too, with that weird Huel hops. Yeah, I don't know. I think it adds a little something to it. Huel melon. Not a big melon fan, but... Smells good. Tastes good. We've been drinking... We almost finished our can. <laughs> It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking for an IPA with those different type of hops, the Citra kind of cuts that bitterness yeah, a little it's bit. It's not super hoppy with all those hops, four hops, and you, it's not that hoppy at all. I wonder what the IB user on this thing. It doesn't say on my website I have pulled up. Oh, here it is. 45 IBUs. Mm, not bad. 5.9% ABV. 
It's also got Simcoe, Cascade, and Citra hops. Ooh, our favorite Citra hop. Citra. Color, it is a cloudy... Cloudy yellow. Yeah. Goldish. You've got the little unfiltered particles floating around in there. As far as the the finish goes, you get like a little bit of that citrus flavor. Should have been stirring this up more. You got yeah, all this have. stuff floating at the bottom. <laughs> well, Blue Moon, it is unfiltered, so mm-hmm. you don't get floaty. The bottom's gonna taste different than the top did, but I really like it. Yeah, that's good. I'm a fan of the regular Blue Moon too, but mm-hmm. this I've never had the white IPA, and I really like it. We do not have our little orange peels. No, we don't. <laughs> Go on top. You got untapped? Yeah. You see anything good on there? Todd just had this seven minutes ago and says it's pretty boring. I don't I don't think it's that boring. For you, Todd. It's not as bitter as most IPAs. Maybe that's Maybe. what people like. I don't know. I don't really like all that. That's pretty average rating here. About three, three and a half is what I keep seeing. Yeah. Got a 3.28 overall over 70,000 ratings. I gotta laugh at this guy's autocorrect. Not very happy for and iPad. <laughs> That's what I typed earlier. <laughs> Not very happy for an IPA. Thank you, autocorrect. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Overall, it's got a 38, and style is only 12. Really? People shitting on this beer. Apparently, nobody likes it but me. Blue Moon is owned by Miller Coors, or maybe just Coors. Uh, somebody know. on here said Coors. Well, it used to be Miller Coors, but I think Coors got everything but Miller now. Miller is owned by Bud. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just kind of like, meh, eh, eh, okay. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a pretty good store. Way better than most of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, try Beer Advocate, and then we'll get to our rating. Beer Advocate gives it a 78, so that's pretty good. Yeah. They usually piss on beer like this. Nothing too entertaining here, but just curious what they gave it a score of 78. Did you rate it yet? Uh, I'm just about to. I got to go through all these new updates. Yeah, they... Uh, what did I have it in? A can. can poured into a glass. Does it ask what? Citrusy? Yeah, I'd probably click that one. Sure, sure. It's a little hoppy. Not much. Purchase location. Wow, they're going all out with this. You can tag your friends now? Wow. The comments are now 140 characters, so they can throw them up on Twitter. Jeez. I'm going to tag you in this, because I haven't done this yet. Let's see what this yeah. does. I'm not going to tag you to see if what happens. All right. Check it. All right. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I really enjoyed the flavor and the smoothness. It's not too bitter. I don't really like IPAs that are too bitter. 45 is a good area to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It goes down smooth, and I wouldn't mind having a couple of them. So it's not quite a five just because it's nothing too no. fancy and special. But I can understand what everybody else is saying. Yeah. It's like kind of meh. But, you know, for us, yeah. we're not big fans of IPA yeah, exactly. styles. It's got so like- it's... A nice citrus balance. The citra hops. Pretty much mm-hmm. everything was citra hops. <laughs> everything was citra hops. We seem to love. I didn't go too far from that. I was only 3.75. So, yeah, like you kinda, said. I was going in between the two. Yeah. Like, it's smooth. I drink it. Um, not too hoppy. It's getting warm now that we've talked about an hour about That's Zelda. True. And it's still <laughs> delicious. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I think so. I don't have anything else to say. We will be doing another Zelda. 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 <laughs> There's a silent T in there. <laughs> Zelda episode here shortly in the near future. And then probably once we both play Breath of the Wild, there'll be another Zelda yeah. episode. And if anybody out there plays Breath of the Wild, let us know yeah. what you think. Put us in the comments or check yeah. us out the page, wherever. Facebook. Whatever I normally say at the end of all our episodes. <laughs> they can have on, that memorized by now. It's not on these light episodes. I, oh. don't, I don't copy it. So check us out on Facebook, Twitter, our website. And um, I think the next Zelda episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about the music and some of the oh, some of the um, music items we collect and some maybe some of our favorite characters, dungeons, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but as far as the next real episode goes... We're going to do March Madness here. Look forward to that. It was supposed to be starting this week, but we got busy, so the only two of us were available <laughs> to record a podcast. So you got Zelda instead. Enjoy. <laughs> Hopefully y'all like Zelda. If not, I hope you skip this episode. You don't even hear me right now. <laughs> but as always, what do you say? Until then, drink up and geek out. <laughs>